Hey everyone, this is the Love of Cinema podcast. We like to talk movies. If you like to talk movies too, you come to the right place. Amitabh Manmohan Desai's Mart, such a cross, you know, C-grade film. But hey, yeah, so let's get something straight. Not a word against Mart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite films. <laughs> I have watched it at least 20 times. Yeah. Welcome, folks. This is Himanshu, and you're listening to the Love of Cinema podcast. Good film biographies are hard to come by. I guess there is a good reason behind that. Not only do they have to be written by someone passionate about films and film personalities, but the writing also needs to be of quality and accessible with its connecting reach. Oftentimes, the writing is either not up to the mark or is a bit too academic. where the writer is more in love with his or her words than the subject matter very few at least in my opinion manage to write with a flair a wide connect and a palpable passion for movies on this week's episode we are going to chat with a film biographer who in recent times has carved a niche with his writing by nicely balancing insight with style and juice what i call juice some might call masala or buzz Yasser Usman has written on Rajesh Khanna, Rekha, and more recently Sanjay Dutt. His books boast not only good solid content, but also a style of narrative that is true to the world of commercial Hindi cinema, packed with emotions, lows, highs, the whole nine yards. His books are anything but academic, and I mean that in a good way. I have all three, and I've enjoyed reading all of them, each in one sitting. Yasir and I chatted about writing biographies while being as impartial to the person as possible and the debate about authorized versus non-authorized biographies. We also talked about why there is a dearth of good writing on film personalities from Hindi cinema. For example, it's beyond insane how we don't have good books on Vijayanand, Prakash Mehra, Meena Kumari, Feroz Khan, or even Manmohan Desai in 2019. We also chatted about Rekha Bachchan and we also chatted about rekha and bachchan he had an interesting take on the present day equation between the two from bachchan's longevity and cross generational appeal to the enigmatic devani chobal we covered a lot of ground in our chat here's my conversation with yasir usman hey yasir can you hear me fine yeah perfect himanshu wonderful Hey, thanks a lot for joining us today. I know it was a busy day for you, but I'm glad that you were able to uh, make some time for us. So, Bollywood, anytime. Thank you, thank you. So let's get right to it uh, without wasting any more time. Um, first of all, like I said, thanks a lot for um, joining us today. And I have read all three of your books, and I have really enjoyed all of them. 
So uh, I just wanted to say a quick note on your writing, uh, Yasser. What I really like is that I think you really balance uh, nicely a flair, uh, the content, and the buzz. And that's not that easy to do. And so I always wanted to chat with you ever since I read your books. And um, so I'm so glad that finally we got a chance. Thank you. Thank you for that, Himanshu. Hey, so let me start out by saying that, you know, they say that truth is stranger than fiction. Um, You know, um, true life stories can be sometimes more complex and more beautiful than anything the mind can concoct, uh, like fiction. Um, Is that something that lured you into writing biographies uh, in the first place? Listen, the the first thing was, uh, I was, uh, I still am crazy about Hindi films and crazy, more than crazy, let's use the word, uh, obsessed. It, it was more than an obsession. And, and uh, I, I, was, uh, I grew up in a small town uh, in Uttar Pradesh uh, in India. And uh, the only uh, mode of entertainment, of course, was uh, cinema. But more than that, there used to be film magazines. There are no, no more functional these days, but there used to be so many, numerous film magazines in English, in Hindi, in Urdu. So I kind of uh, uh, started reading those magazines and then I realized that, oh, I love these magazines. I love their lives. I I love their stories, their gossips, everything. Um, So uh, I started reading each and every magazine. You name a magazine and I have read, uh, I must have read that. So so it it began from there and watching each and every movie, uh, having discussions about movie, movie stars, because my father is a, a very cool movie buff still, Dilip Kumar Devan and Raj Kapoor. And I, my childhood was all, all about Amitabh Bachchan. Mm-hmm. And with Amitabh Bachchan came Ray Khan. And, and then, and so on and so forth. It, it went on for a very long time. And then I came to Delhi for my college. And then... Uh, I started reading books on cinema, which were not available in my small town. When I started reading those books, those biographies on on uh, uh, movie stars or political stars, I was disappointed to to say the least. I was disappointed because, uh, you know, I had read something about those stars. I knew their stories through those magazines, through their interviews. Now, when I read these books, when I started reading these books, I... Uh, I found them boring. I said, this is not the version I had read. And this, 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 how can the lives of movie stars be so boring? And so uh, and there <laughs> right, was, right. You know, uh, either they were writing their own life stories and, and very conveniently ignoring uh, the scandalous part or the negative parts of their lives. So, so it was like as if they were scenes. I said, no, if, if I want to read about Sanjay that I know Sanjay that is not a saint. <laughs> He has done everything in his life and everything is in public domain. I have grown up, you know, reading about and, you know, following the bad boy image of Sanjay Dutt or Salman Khan. What are what are they trying to project now? So that was the first instance. And, and, and how I started writing, I'll tell you, I was in Bombay uh, for some some of my work and I worked for a news channel in India. So my my editor called me up and he said, okay, Rajesh Khanna has passed away. So I want you to make a documentary on the last 10 years of his life. I said, what does that mean? He said, no, uh, he was the biggest superstar we have ever seen, India has ever witnessed. And during the last 10, 15 years of his life, no one was ready to, uh, you know, acknowledge him or, or sign him for the movies or, you know, uh, give him any kind of work. 
so i want uh, to capture the loneliness of those 15 years of india's biggest superstar so right. that was point uh, and i i uh, attended his funeral now rajesh khanna was before before my childhood rajesh i have never witnessed rajesh khanna's stardom it was in the 70s i i was born in early 80s so i covered his funeral and i met so many people so many uh, female fans who came um, to say their last you know just goodbye to rajesh khanna why i asked why and i recorded i have those recorded interviews somewhere and and everyone said you will not understand aap nahi samjhenge i said kyun because they said ki when when uh, rajesh khanna was the superstar and we used to be young and it used to be a date between him and Uh, him and us um, many old ladies who told me similar stories uh, uh, talking about the stardom of rajesh khanna so i i became so curious that what made them come from pune and nasik just to say goodbye to rajesh khanna i mean they were not related to rajesh khanna they were not friends with rajesh khanna so this was something uh, very strange i have never witnessed that kind of uh, you know it made me very curious and i said okay let me do that and i completed that documentary and it went on air and then later on i realized this is a great story and i must write it and then if you have read the rajesh khanna book there's this entire background about his childhood so yes. i it yes. it is such a fascinating story i find it so fascinating i said this is this is like one of his blockbuster movies and i must i must tell this story and uh, that's how it began gotcha right right and is this uh, documentary that you speak of is that um, on youtube or anywhere where i can watch it the one online i'm sure it used to be online but there are certain uh, you know this copyright issues because i had used a lot of uh, uh, clippings from his movies so they have removed it from the youtube but i am it must be lying somewhere with me uh, so i might send you you know oh great that would be nice yeah i would love to watch it okay because uh, uh i did my you know they they were shoot shoot inside his bungalow because this bungalow is no more now right so uh, yeah yeah there's some nice foot footage nice interviews though i have used many interviews from that documentary in my book so that's how it began and i was never a rajesh khanna fan but if you read that book it is such a fascinating journey yaar i i came to rest yeah. yeah. after i had written that book i actually started respecting rajesh khanna Absolutely. I mean, uh, that's uh, you know one heck of a story, Rajesh Khanna. I mean, we talk about stardom, the rise and fall, and the roller coaster ride, so to speak, and it can't get any uh, better than that. It's all. It's also a story of loneliness. I think more than anything else, it's a story of loneliness. How? Because because it 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 the book begins with this quote: "Ke log to kahin se bhi gir jaate hain, but main to Himalaya se gira tha. Socho kitna dhoon." Right, right. You know, in his own. <laughs> inimitable style he used to say say this i i have met him once so that 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 meeting is not uh, recorded in the book but yes. uh, it's interesting meeting you want you want me to <laughs> narrate that meeting please please yeah i would love to hear all of it this uh uh i was a young cub reporter uh, uh maybe 23 24 years of age and i was a trainee reporter and when my boss asked me that this rajesh khanna used to live in delhi he was a congress leader uh and 
I was also in Delhi. So my he 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 was he was coming to inaugurate some nursing home, some small hospital in Delhi, South Delhi. So my boss asked me, why don't you go and take his interview? I said, yeah, perfect. And he said, are you a Rajesh Khanna fan? I said, no, no, I know I hate him. I don't like Rajesh Khanna. I am an Amitabh Bachchan fan. So he said, no, no, just go and just. <laughs> he can interview and he 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 was a member of parliament i think in at that time so i i went there and uh, true to his nature he was uh, the time was supposed to be 1:30 pm lunch time but he came uh, at at around 6 6:30 in the evening so we kept on waiting some some of the journalists left i i kept on waiting i was i was you know a trainee reporter and this was a job given to me and i i had to you know i had to do it so when he came i, I came with my mic and camera and i said sir i need your sound bite i need a small interview from you he said no 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 i have to catch a flight back to bombay i have to go back to bombay and i am in in a hurry and he was just leaving after 5 minutes i said no sir this is you have to and i i i became a little upset i said no i i can't leave without your interview so he he got angry he said what's your age i said 24 years <laughs> so he said when you were not born i was the superstar <laughs> he said jab tum paida bhi nahi hote to main superstar ban chuka tha go and ask your mom so <laughs> he said that and left so <laughs> what a fascinating I, man yeah and i curse him i said what nonsense what kind of a man is he and uh, at that point oh, if you have asked me ki are you going to write about rajeshana i would have killed you so, <laughs> so this is a strange ha huh? this, this is i can call it destiny that i had to write his story after he passed away but but what a story yaar what a story absolutely absolutely And now, uh, while we're on the Rajesh Khanna book, I also wanted to ask you this: uh, the book uh, came out in 2014, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. And uh, do do you think it would have been possible to release it while uh, he was alive? Yeah, I don't think there was any problem because uh, I would have loved to interview him, though though he might not have agreed to it. But 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 right. uh, possible, of course, it was possible because because my other two books are. about personalities sure, who are sure so not dead so he might have created because because uh, i don't know there was some ex former secretary of rajesh kanna i don't even remember his name some thakkar guy or i don't know who he got my number from somewhere and and called me up and he was threatening me that how can you write about rajesh kanna i said no what is what is your problem what do you want to say is it ke uh, you know you cannot write about him and मैं केस कर दूंगा तुम पे यू शुड हैव आस्क राजेश खन्ना आई सेड बट आई वुड हैव आस्क राजेश खन्ना मतलब बट हाउ कैन आई आस्क हिम सो सो आई सेड ही इज नो मोर एंड इफ आई एम आई सेड इट इट इज अ नॉन फिक्शन बुक आई एम यूजिंग हिज इंटरव्यूज हिज ओल्ड इंटरव्यूज आई एम टॉकिंग टू फिल्म मेकर्स आई एम टॉकिंग टू स्को स्टार सो इट्स परफेक्टली दैट काइंड ऑफ वर्जन he said but i will uh, take you to court i said take me to court but before that you have to read the book this was before the book was published so i said you cannot stop me from writing just just read the book you you may or may not like it i then then he said okay theek hai ye wo and then i never received uh, another call from him so there was no issues i i tried to get in touch with rajesh khanna's family dimple ji and twinkle but but i think they were not ready to talk which is which is i think which is okay if you think from their perspective they don't know me who is yasir usman what is he going to write so 
I think from if you think from their perspective, it 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 is perfectly okay. And here I was writing a very you know someone who's who's like I said obsessed with Bollywood and who want to tell Rajesh Khanna's story in a, in a true Bollywood style, uh, yet uh, uh, you know retaining the facts. That that was my whole idea that it should not be a boring biographies which I biography which I you know the kind of which i used to hate when initially i came to delhi and started reading biographies so my entire idea was to present their stories because they have done formula films they have done mainstream bollywood films they are superstars the story should be told in that style you know correct it right had, makes perfect sense yes all those emotions should be a part of their story in real life too he was such a dramatic personality so why not a dramatic story Right, right, right. And uh, what's what's your take on these um, unauthorized versus authorized biographies? Because on one hand, if it's unauthorized, you know, you can be more honest, and you know, it's more of a equivocal kind of a chronicling. Um, on the other hand, authorized provides you kind of an envious access to the subject, you know, uh, but it can be tricky when trying to draft an honest, uh, non-lopsided kind of an account of the person's life. Listen, I am all for personally. I am all for unauthorized takes. Um, I I got an offer from an actor who wanted me to be the co-author of his biography, and I said, "But what's the main condition?" He said, "Once you finish writing my story, it has to go through me, and I will be authorized to remove anything." I said, "That's it. Doesn't work that way for me." <laughs> right. I, said, I said nothing against you. Why do you want me as a writer? He said, well, "I like your writing." I said, "But." but you can hire any writer you can hire a ghost writer you can hire someone who is ready to do that why do you want me so i said there is absolutely no point of me doing that because i am totally against uh, authorized biography biographies having said that there are now people who who write who are writing honest versions of their life uh, just just read uh, karan johar's version of uh, his his memoirs and i think they are they're pretty honest and i love that book Uh, yes, I read told, that. I, I thought that was quite honest. Yes, and Rishi Kapoor's uh, Kollam Kollai is very good, despite some factual uh, problems, factual mistakes with with in the book, like where he's denying his uh, his affair with Dimple Kapadia completely, which is not true, because it was right. widely reported. But but more than but more or less, it's it's a very bold, it's a very honest, candid take uh, on his life, which I like. So so it it doesn't mean if it's an authorized biography, it has to be. uh you know they must look through rose tinted glasses it it could be honest like karan jaws biography is lovely but most mostly these biographies mostly when i say mostly i think 90% of these biographies they they try to look uh, at their life through rose tinted glasses and they just want to uh, write positive things and and you know when looking back at their life romantically and saying that okay this was going in our minds and you can read those biographies and you can uh, you in an in, instantly you can say okay okay he's not telling the truth i uh, don't want to like if you watch sanju there's so much of white washing happening the movie sanju so my take was like like he sent me a legal notice uh, sanjay dat uh, before my book was published he came to know about the book and he sent me a legal notice and i spoke to his lawyer i said what is his problem he said nahi aap kaise likh sakte hain i said of course i can write you don't even know about the laws it's all in the public domain right it's all in the public domain i said aap what are you trying to hide sanjay dat's life is 
is everything each and every day is in public domain he he was in jail for so many years yaar what are you talking about but they were angry but nothing happened i said everything is in public domain if you want to go to court so i have to be very careful when i write these books himanshu because uh, when when i finish my first draft and then second draft i it has to go through a legal check a very strong legal check and my lawyer our lawyer my, my and my publisher's lawyer uh, go through the book for almost a month uh, right there are red herrings and marks that you have to remove this you have to make it a little mild you know all these things we, because these we are dealing in non fiction so it's 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 a crazy exercise and if you are not obsessed with uh, these stories there is no way you can write them there is no way you can publish them so uh, it is it is not even a business prospect though these books have done well but but frankly if i tell you these are not business prospects for me i just love these stories i just love talking about writing these stories i might have written something fiction some novel some crime thing i am just obsessed with these stories honestly there is no other reason why i will take so much of pain so much of uh, legal hassles uh, to tell these stories yeah there is there is no other reason i don't find any other reason i am just obsessed with uh, in these <laughs> right right yeah i mean there are such fascinating stories i mean it's it's easy to understand why you are obsessed with them first this was the first legal notice of my life was from sanjay dar which is which i find so filmy <laughs> i have received a legal notice it is from sanjay dar <laughs> <laughs> something to tell your grandkids right <laughs> i have nothing to brag about but theek hai and that's how it works from <laughs> hey, going back to uh, that interesting point that you made about books um, and i completely agree with you you know i've i've stayed in uh, us for um, more than half of my life and i've been trying to search books and even before the internet to read about film personalities directors um, Yeah, producers, um, actors, and most of it is, um, you know, mostly badly written, or like you said, it, it's quite uh, boring. And I've always wondered. I mean, uh, why is that? I mean, why aren't there more good, decent books on film personalities, especially filmmakers? I mean, I can't believe we don't have decent books on uh, Prakash Mehra or Bridge or oh, uh, Vijay Anand. Uh, uh, yeah, Manmohan Desai. I read that one book. Um, uh, Enchantment so Society. That's a very strange take on Manmohan Desai. Manmohan Desai was huge, yar. That's true. That's true. And he uh, definitely deserves a much uh, nuanced uh, take on his life, like you said. But uh, why do you think that is so? Like, why? Uh, I'm I'm sure there are great writers everywhere, you know, writing on film. Uh, why are they not um, keen on writing something um, in the non-fiction uh, side of it? Something. I was very. Uh, Keen on writing uh, on Rajkumar the actor, you know, I find him so fascinating. Rajkumar the actor. <laughs> yes, okay, yes, absolutely. Yes, he, yes. Yeah. Not a great actor. He was such a crazy, crazy guy. You know, who <laughs> there's so many stories of his craziness. But right. it happened. It happened that I I spoke with a publisher. He said, No, no, yar, it is not saleable. Like Sanjay Dutt, everyone said, "Yeah, it's so syllable. Rekha is so syllable." Okay, but I said, "Yeah, let's let's do something on Prakash Mehra." He said, "No, who will read it?" I said, "Let's do something on Subhash Gay." Oh no, yeah, readers are not interested. Let's write, let's write on some some stars. So that's a basic problem here in India. If you talk about filmmakers, talk about 
you know satyajit ray and i and make it an academic book or some sensational book talk about uh, a director's girlfriend who 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 could be a an actress or something you know some some something or the other which which could be sensational so right. that's a problem if it has to be bollywood it has to be sensational either sensational or academic there's nothing there's no middle middle in part. between yeah so these were mainstream filmmakers uh, so they don't think they were artists they were, or, or it, they had a craft like i believe uh, prakash mehra had a particular craft and absolutely his... yeah one of our greatest uh, filmmakers i would say especially when it came to uh, commercial cinema and, and uh, any as a great filmmaker though i think he was he made amitabh bachchan what what he is what he became later in his life he, prakash mehra was hugely responsible for that it was prakash mehra it was his mukaddar ka sikandar which made amitabh bachchan the superstar but no one is ready to acknowledge it you have to acknowledge him first and then write about him but no one acknowledges him they acknowledge manmohan desai more but no one is ready to talk about manmohan desai because they think manmohan desai to theek hai but mainstream masala but but what's there to write so they i think it's it's and do you think problem. that's uh, do you think that's uh, like snobbery uh, or it's just people are indifferent to uh, you know knowing more about uh, these uh, past filmmakers when i had written my second book which was rekha's biography i had to face this snobbery they said are this is all gossip this is all i said but i am writing about rekha who who has lived a scandalous life uh, i'll not say gossipy life but definitely scandalous her husband committed suicide she had a long association with mr bachchan and there are so many stories which which you can say are very interesting stories she had led uh, lived an interesting life what is what is your problem and and if film stars will not live interesting lives and scandalous lives and who will live scandalous lives and and why do you want to write a a typical vegetarian um, um, <laughs> a very toned down version of her life there is absolutely no point i can understand academic but you can you can do an academic take on her some of her films gulzar wali films or, or some absolutely, other absolutely yeah yeah But, so, but a lot of good stuff she did yeah it has been a scandalous life and you have to write it that way that was my take given a chance i would like to write the rekha book again in that tone only so there was a lot of snobbery i faced ke ye kaise ho sakta hai this is all gossip this is not a real biography but it did extremely well it's 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 a you know it's it's a best selling biography and uh, and the largest selling unauthorized biography in india even now a, a bollywood biography so it did well and then sanjay dat came then by that time to i think they realize okay he is going to do what he wants so he will not listen to uh, us snobs so <laughs> so it i am not going to write their version there is absolutely no point i i i think i know and i love these stories more than what they know or think about these stories so so i'm perfectly okay with my versions and my style of writing and since like like you have enjoyed them there are a few more readers who who enjoy them and i'm okay with a um, few readers reading my books perfectly okay <laughs> right 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 and um yeah we 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 got to talk about bachchan for a few minutes i know you're a big fan and so am i and um 
his uh, longevity of his career and his cross-generational appeal make him like one of a kind. I think it, it's probably the only star in the world who has lasted for such a long time. Um, oh. uh, what do you think is about Bachchan's uh, appeal that crosses generations, uh, you know, across globes? I think, uh, you know, there's this word we use now, you you update your software. I think he, he kept... <laughs> That's true, yeah. He was always updated. He always updated his software and hardware, I think. <laughs> you can put it that way. Uh, while he was doing Manmohan Desai and Prakash Mehra, he was, he was into it. He was so convincing. You know, it was difficult not to believe him while he was portraying those characters of a Kuli or, or a Mukaddar Kasikandar or an Anthony Gonzalez. Then there was Rishikesh Mukherjee where he played more realistic characters of Dr. Bhaskar or or Sia Namakharam or Bemisal or Jurmana. And 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 then there was Yash Chopra later on, which which was all about a romantic Amitabh Bachchan and later on, you know, Divar and Trishul, which was angry about angry young men. And later on, uh, Mukul Sanand, which was an entirely different persona of Amitabh Bachchan. So he kept on updating his his directors, he kept on updating his scriptwriters, he kept on updating his craft. And of course, he's hugely talented. No one has need to talk about Amitabh Bachchan's talent, his voice, his you know his persona, his his personality. But but more than anything, I think he that updated version was uh, uh, more or less did the job for him. Uh, you know, during uh, that ABCL phase, the entire Lal Badshah and Koram and uh, you know, all those films, Surya Vansham and all, that was the phase when he tried to uh, redo his previous uh, roles um, of Angry Young Man. He tried to repeat himself. That didn't work. And then he again reinvented himself with Mohabbatein and later on those those character roles. And then again, people loved him back. So I think that reinvention was very important, which very few actors were able to do before Amitabh Bachchan. I think there is, I think there's one major example was uh, Dilip Kumar, who was able to reinvent himself in the second innings of his life acting career. Uh, apart from that, like if you look at a Devanan, Devanan always played a Devanan, even when he was 80 plus. Uh, that was the problem with Devanan. He was still playing lead roles and he was still doing what he was doing when he was 40 year old or, or 35 year old. He could right. never re And that's the himself. reason he didn't have the same success he, later on. He truly reinvented himself even with the TV show he made history, Kaun Banega Karolpati. That was another persona of Amitabh Bachchan which we were not aware of. And I think there is some aura. I have interviewed him thrice. Uh, I mean that Price and I have noticed there is definitely an aura. I don't believe in such things, but there was definitely something when he entered um, in that studio when I was supposed to interview him. I forgot all all my questions I had prepared, and there was it never happened with anyone else, Himanshu. So uh, it's very difficult. There are so many books on Amitabh Bachchan trying to explain his stardom and his you know, the way he, he played his innings, but I don't think. Uh, you can explain that kind of star. There's something else. The basic logical explanation is, yeah, of course, he, he kind of kept, kept updated, uh, updating himself. Um, there's no other explanation.
Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you nailed it. And like you said, I mean, it's difficult to put your uh, finger on it. And uh, there have been a lot of other actors, you know, who had long careers. But Bachchan is very special in the sense, like you said, he kept on reinventing himself. And I think he's, a, he's that rare breed that he's also a star and an actor. You know, we have a lot of um, actors who are not stars or not stars yet. And then we have a lot of stars who are not that known for their acting craft. But Bachchan seems to be that one um, sole exception to it. Yeah, definitely. Even now, yeah, just, just look at his Badla. I recently, last week itself, I watched this, this new film called Badla. Yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm yet to watch it. Fabulous in that film. So it's a frame-to-frame copy of uh, The Invisible Guest, this, this uh, right. Spanish film. But it doesn't matter. Bachchan... Uh, lends his own craft to to the movie. Very nice. So I I am in any case I may 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 not be the right person to answer this question. I have been a fan. I have been a uh, fan since childhood. So but and I have got a chance to interview him. So so I consider myself lucky. I am truly a fan. So that's the reason I am not writing. Uh, his biography <laughs> about Bachchan, right, right, yeah, and that's the thing with Bachchan. I mean, every time you see him on screen, uh, he's so good that even today, uh, I haven't seen Badla yet, but even today, I mean, you feel like his best is yet to come, you know, which his is best. quite a feat. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he's that kind of an actor that just keeps on pushing the boundaries. Uh, and um, there are so many bad films where he's super. So many bad films. I can. I yes. Can't yes. Absolutely. Right. All those mard. I mean, the Manmohan Desai's mard. Such a crass, you know, C-grade film. But hey, yeah, so let's get something straight. Not a word against mard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite films. <laughs> I have watched it at least twenty times. Yeah. And I have watched Pan and Jadugar and Ganga Jamna Saraswati also like umpteen times. Yes. So, so I like we are two fans, honestly. And and he was the only he was the only saving grace in those films. Yeah. What what crass films? What C grade ghatiya films? <laughs> That's true. You take away him from that film, and they they are all garbage. They're all garbage. <laughs> so true. True. I mean, even, uh, you know, lay, um, off late, I thought uh, he was the best part about um, Rangopal Verma Ki Aag. I mean, his turn as Baban was um, just uh, fantastic. You know, it's, it's so fascinating. And that's the thing with Rangopal Verma too, right? I mean, he he has this way around Bachchan that he seems to get the best from him most of the times. You know, even if the films have not done well. But uh, like you said, uh, you know, he tried to do Young Angry Man, but in the 90s it failed. But I think he kind of did, uh, Ramu kind of succeeded uh, in Sarkar to some extent uh, doing that. Even in Sarkar Raj, both, both parts. Both parts, yes. Another uh, Ramu Bachchan film I love a lot is uh, Nishab. I thought that was one of his uh, better performances in the recent I years. That's wonderful. I think that's a brilliant brilliant. And just one last question on Bachchan before we move ahead. Uh, you think we'll ever get to see Bachchan and Rekha in a movie again? I don't think so. You know, you know, last time they appeared together, do you remember the film? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, by together uh, in the same frame, you mean, right? Not in the, in the same, same frame. In the same film. Uh, same, uh, wow. I'm guessing it must be um, 80s. No, it was, it was like four years, five years ago, Shamitab. If you remember watching it, 
Oh, so uh, Shamitab, I don't believe I uh, got through it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, did they uh, share a frame in that film? It, it, it tells a lot about their association. Just listen to what I'm telling you. So, so you know the basic premise of Shamita. So, yes, uh, the, yes. The actor is Dhanush who cannot speak. So there is some, some, some logic they are giving that there's a chip uh, which is fitted in his throat. And then his Amitabh Bachchan becomes his voice. Okay. Right. You know, and somehow he, he is, uh, he cannot speak medical. There's some medical condition he cannot speak. So Amitabh Bachchan becomes his voice. So even when he's acting, Amitabh Bachchan is looking uh, at him through a camera and just whatever he's blabbering, dubs his dialogues and whatever. So Amitabh Bachchan becomes his voice. Okay. So this is the premise of Shamitabh. So finally, and he's an actor. Dhanush is playing an actor in the movie, Shamitabh. So in the movie, in the story, uh, Dhanush is getting a Best Actor Award. Now guess who is coming to give him the Best Actor Award? Okay. <laughs> Rekhaji, Rekhaji comes and, uh, and, and gives him the award, whatever Filmfare Award, whatever that award is, and, and tells him, what a voice you've got. What a, what a wonderful voice. And cut to Amitabh Bachchan's shot. Okay. And Amitabh Bachchan is smiling. <laughs> so they're not in the same and and now now the no one no one talks about this fact that Shamitab was produced by ABCL, which is Amitabh Bachchan's company. So Amitabh Probably Bachchan was sure. the producer of Shamitab. Rekha was in the movie praising Amitabh Bachchan's voice. This was five years ago. Okay. <laughs> so great point, great point. It's it's no one talks about it, but but this actually happened that. If there was some problem, say, say, Jaya Bachchan, you know, that Amitabh will never work with Rekha or whatever. It was ABCL. It was Amitabh Bachchan's production. She, and she is not with, she's some, with some other actor, which, which is a very intelligent thing the director did. And she's praising Amitabh Bachchan's voice. So, right, right. <laughs> So, so like I asked, you know, when was the last time? This was, this is recent, yeah. This is like uh, this decade, five years ago. It must be what, 2015? Right, right. Ah, so, so <laughs> I think there was an association. If you read my Rekha book, there, there are so many people saying that on record. So, and these are all recorded interviews. Like, first of all, the Yash Chopra said in his very famous interviews, I met Muzaffar Ali Sahab, who, who directed Umrao Jan. And I asked him, yeah, he used to come and Rekha used to talk about him as if she's talking about her husband. And then finally, he said, uh, like, I've used that line, that, that statement in my chapter, in my book. So he said, Amitabh Bachchan should have married Rekha. So I asked Muzaffar Ali, you know, this is a recorded interview. I'm recording you and I'm going to use it. He said, huh, why well, use it? How does it matter? It happened. He used to come over and he used to, you know, attend our shootings, wait for Rekha and everything. This, this, these kind of things happen. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I mean, they, for them, it, it's all bridge. I mean, it's all water under the bridge. I think it's the media, you know, that mm. kind of uh, will. And that's the thing with the Bachchan too, right? I mean, uh, off late and uh, maybe, I mean, not even just off late, but for quite a few years, um, he has taken this kind of a diplomatic stand whenever it comes to media and whenever they ask him for some statements on what's going on in the country or anything. And a lot of the younger generation, I think, um, 
kind of misunderstands that and they don't really understand why he's being so neutral and so diplomatic and but there's a long history about Bachchan with the media and you know what happened with him with the media boycott for a few years and all that and I I don't think uh, some of the younger folks understand that. Yeah and you know what I I, I still remember while I was writing my Rekha book there was a time when 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 I called up my editor and told him can we remove the entire Amitabh Bachchan angle altogether from 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 Rekha's story and he said are you sure about it I said yeah because everyone is after us that you're going to write gossip and you're going to write only about Amitabh Bachchan and Rekha and then he said just think about it and while I started thinking about it I realized that that you know Rekha herself has spoken so much about him um, his effect on her life his effect on on his influence on her career uh, so I think uh, Amitabh Bachchan's story is by default a part of Rekha's life. So finally we decided, yeah, there is absolutely no point of uh, removing that, that story or ignoring that part of her life. And she herself is so, uh, you know, so fascinated by the entire Amitabh Bachchan persona in her life that how how he changed her personally as well as professionally. So finally we decided, no, we will write about uh, this this aspect of her life so so okay whatever anyone thinks that it's all gossip i don't i don't care it is a part it is very much a part of their lives this story and it it needs to come out right right i mean any story um you know about rekha without bachchan is um, you know same as telling bachchan's story without um, covering rekha i mean it would be just untrue and incomplete and there is always yeah. a person why i decide to write like like i'll tell you you have some time yeah, yeah, of course. So, 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 uh, I uh, like I told you, my childhood was all about discussing Bollywood uh, in my home and with my mom and dad. And one fine day, I was in school and I came back one afternoon. And and normally, my my mother, while giving me lunch, she told me Rekha has killed her husband. So, so that <laughs> that was. And I said, "Acha, okay, must have killed." And then that kind of remained. Uh, in my mind for years and and after when i was doing my rajesh khanna book i met a police officer and uh, i saw a picture of rekha and her ex former husband uh, in his house so so i asked him okay this is to mukesh agrawal who, who committed who rekha killed rekha killed him na so he laughed he said no no mukesh was a close friend and 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 no she never killed him he committed suicide and he told me the entire story so that's how if you read my rekha book that's how it begins uh, from mukesh's yes, house yes, yes so you know this the main the main uh, narrative while uh, the, when that happened and the real story was quite different she may not tell her own story i don't believe she's ever going to tell her version of the story but i think there should be someone to tell i think i took that chance and and more or less have told her story and i'm okay if anyone or she decides herself to tell her own story i'm i would be you know looking forward to many more books about her life Yes, yes, yes. And I think you did a great job. Um, I think that's that's one thing about your books. I think you try, uh, you cover a lot of ground uh, in all of those three. I mean, Sanjay Dutt's life, perhaps, you know, is Sanjay Dutt is not that old. So compared to uh, the other two. But I think uh, your uh, books did a great job of covering uh, pretty much everything and uh, kind of balancing that. 
50 books in india people don't read that much so there are very few <laughs> and who are as crazy about bollywood as i am so so i feel i'm feeling wonderful <laughs> that's great now uh, let me ask you this yes sir um, outside of bachchan um, two personalities from the film world whose biographies you would love to read not write but uh, would love to read uh, uh, honest biographies definitely dilip kumar uh uh amitabh bachchan you said apart from amitabh bachchan apart from bachchan yes acha dilip kumar definitely i think is is the greatest actor we have ever seen uh who else uh, yeah there was this uh, uh this actress na uh oh, oh. madhubala of course yeah a good biography yeah and i yeah. think gurudat uh, a good biography of guru Yes, yes, yes. I mean, all fascinating people. Um, personally, I I would love to um, outside Bachchan again. This is I mean, Bachchan I think would top everybody's uh, list. But outside Bachchan, I would love to read about uh, Meena Kumari, and um, I would love to read about um, uh, Shatrughan Sinha. Which actually, there is a book out there. I know I picked it up. I thought that there was much that could have been done, but uh, uh, yeah, just uh, one person's opinion. But if I get a chance, I would love to retell the story of Meena Kumari for sure. Great, great. That would be nice. I would look forward to it. <laughs> I'm excited about it, but abhi I think it'll take some time. But definitely, it's it's on the cards. Oh, nice, nice to know that. And are you working on uh, Rajkumar's uh, biography currently as well? I'm not. I I just find him so fascinating. Yeah, it may not be easy to write about him because there's absolutely nothing to write craft wise or acting wise. But he was so popular among masses. Uh, yeah, he was just yeah. and he was uh, there are so many stories about his uh, that how crazy he was so so i just want to explore that aspect of it and he was a very intelligent guy well educated intelligent guy um, there's so many stories of his intelligence and finally when he when he passed away he said no i do not want anyone except my family otherwise normally film stars or political stars want a huge funeral and everything he said no i just want like four people from my family whenever i die so which was something he said kini everything is so so lame in this world and so no one you know he was a, a, a very philosopher he philosophizes his death and everything before he passed away so i find that fascinating so at some stage yes but i was never a rajkumar fan also i just like i said i just find his stories interesting so so yes but meena right. kumari meena right. kumari for sure that's one character which needs a needs a big book Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, going back to Rajkumar, yeah, I I saw a few of his interview clips, and like you said, it definitely comes across that he he's a, he was a pretty smart person. He was articulate, and you know he could certainly uh, look beyond uh, just uh, the stardom and um, uh, the acting life. That definitely comes across through his interviews. And obviously, I mean, he was a man of uh, great style, so we all know that. So that's another one, I guess. It'd be quite interesting. And I would love to read someone write a honest take on Dilip Kumar, a big book, because his his autobiography I don't think is is a is a very honest book, honestly. So I don't know if you have read that book, but but personally, no, I, I think ah, uh, so I that substance and the shadow. I think that that's the name of the book, but but I think it could have been better. and there's so many stories missing which i expected 
so someone should write those stories and and he is the biggest actor uh, i think in india has ever produced i think dilip kumar is the biggest followed by amitabh bachchan of course but yeah dilip kumar was uh, amitabh bachchan follows dilip kumar that says it all <laughs> right right and um here is another person that i really want to read about all i can get my hands on uh and i remember you had tweeted about this once or you were saying somebody was writing a book about her and i'm talking about uh, devani uh, chobal yeah, yeah, was researched uh, you must speak with her her name is uh, suparna sharma she's a film critic for for asian age and Uh, oh, I would love to. Could you connect me uh, with her sometime? She is on Twitter. You can use my reference. She is on Twitter, and okay. uh, she is so uh, presently researching. You said she has completed her research. She is uh, the resident editor of this newspaper called uh, Asian Age. So I don't think she has much time to write because she is always in office. But she is a brilliant writer. I think. uh if you if you ask me personally my favorite uh, film critic in india and the best one i think it is suparna sharma uh, you must read her her reviews excellent like like out of this world so uh, most fascinating film review she is and she's a great writer and i think at some stage uh, she's going to write about it. you must interview her she has a lot of material on devyan so oh, i would love to i'll i'll, I'll definitely try to um Uh, cold contact her on twitter and i'll mention your name because that again uh, devani chobal i i think you know she kind of perfectly encapsulates uh, a certain era uh, especially the bollywood uh, and you know i i'm i'm fascinated by that you know i'm just fascinated by how uh, mumbai and um, bollywood was in the late 70s early 80s and um, i'm just surprised that nobody has ever written about it or made um, a series on it or a show on it and um, you know it, it's it's quite difficult to do i can you imagine know, that himanshu i think there is a lot of snobbery attached to it why should you write that, about do you think that's that's the reason so so that's that's a problem and she was such a game changer that you must write about i will i will i'll definitely try to um, seek out um, um, and speak with uh, suparna sharma definitely I try to very in touch with yes you. yes yes um lastly yes sir um any advice for um young film biographers or young biographers just in general what is it about biographies uh, that uh, you should strive for or uh, what uh, makes uh, i'll not say an objective or unbiased version that that would be too much to ask i think every every piece of writing is is biased or or not objective Uh, perfectly okay with that but but i think uh, when you write a biography a non fiction it's a non fiction exercise uh, i think you ha- you cannot play with facts facts are sacrosanct and you you must re- you know focus hard on research and they should not come across as pr pieces uh, that's my biggest grudge with most of the biography that they shouldn't come across as pr pieces do not whitewash absolutely no need we know that sanjay dat went to jail we still love him na because he was the bad boy yaar doesn't matter if he went to jail we still love him as as our own munna bhai it doesn't matter do not try to whitewash that is my only advice just don't whitewash just don't do a pr pitch or a pr job just write a story these these things make the story better you know if you if you try to 
act smart and just just you know to make them happy or to make their family happy it's not going to work the book is not going to work at all people are very smart readers are extremely smart they will look through it right right just be true to the um, true to the life story right because like that's you said it. that's what makes the person i mean that's the whole truth so and support with facts right right yeah that's the thing i mean i uh, another thing that's puzzling is that you know people accept uh, the star as they are i mean we watch their movies you know we support them and everything but when you're trying to portray their life on screen or something you know you don't want to watch the part uh, that um you know um paints a little gray so it's 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 kind of puzzling as to why that is uh, true i mean um, with sanju i think i mean it's fairly obvious i mean he was so close with the filmmakers and uh, people who have uh, made that movie so i can understand that but um, in other instances too i mean we often see this happening i don't know why that happens i mean my point is even if uh, they had shown something negative something gray and not not trying to white wash it or doing a pr pitch it would still have worked it, it would have been a better story i mean it would have been a better story right right there was nothing of that sort at all that's your point right i mean it's it's completely uh, white washed hey listen yes sir thanks a lot for chatting with us that was great i hope i didn't keep you too long uh, into the night Please for apologies again for for, for delaying this. No but, worries, but I, no worries at all. Thank you, yes. thank you, thank you very much, Yasser. That was my chat with Yasser Usman. Someday, I would love to do an entire episode with him on Rekha and Bachchan, the greatest on-screen pair from Hindi cinema, in my opinion. There's so much to talk about these two beyond the dimension of a whispering gallery, and I think Yasser might be one of the best people around to have that conversation with. A quick note on a small scheduling change. On episode 2, I had mentioned that we'll be carrying our conversation with Apurva Srani on the next episode. Due to your scheduling change, we'll be bringing you that conversation next week. In case you're wondering if you missed an episode, you did not. Do tune in next week for that conversation. Our podcast is now widely available on all major platforms. You can get it on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please do drop your review on iTunes when you get a chance. Also, please do subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. You can follow me on Twitter at loveofcinemasf8. That's our episode, folks. See you next week. This is Himanshu, and thanks again for listening to the Love of Cinema podcast. <laughs>